Supercar Radio, where great cars never die. And hello, everybody. This is the fifth episode of Supercar Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Tyler. And uh, today there actually wasn't as much news as I wanted, but with um, with the lack of quantity, we actually got some better quality, I think. Uh, several comments from uh, you guys out there. So let's just jump right into it. First is my favorite car gets an overhaul. Now, you might remember if you've listened to the show from the beginning or close to the beginning that my favorite car is the Lamborghini Murcielago. Well, with the LP640 version coming out in 2007, this thing's even going to be hotter than it was before and going to have about 60 more horsepower than it used to. It's going to look more aggressive. It's going to have you know uh, when when you're trying to trick out like a Toyota or something the the um, body kits sorry couldn't remember it for a second the body kits that you put on those it's this Lamborghini has those except better it actually looks like it goes with the car got more power the engine grows from 6.2 to 6.5 liters better timing system just really everything that was good about the Murcielago has been improved. The engineers went back, said, okay, it's been, oh gosh, a while, a couple years, three, four years. It's been three or four years since we've done anything major to this car. Let's just take a look at it and totally retool it, totally just zero in on everything that could possibly be a weakness of this car and make it better. And this is, this is the result, the LP640. And uh, some other features of this, it has variable air scoops, so you can, you can move, actually move the air scoops around so that you can get better air into the engine. Just cool. It has permanent four-wheel drive, uh, just like the, the older version, and it has uh, vicious traction, <laughs> which is a little uh, thing that the Lamborghini engineers came up with. And the interior is arguably, other than the performance, the biggest upgrade to this car. Uh, this is reading from where I, I found it, pistonheads.com. The new, more comfortable seats feature redesigned headrests and a new instrument panel. Features newly designed lights flanked by a new Kenwood car radio with 6.5-inch widescreen monitor and DVD, MP3, and WMA player. Surprisingly, for a car in this bracket, it, navigation is still optional. You can also customize the cockpit with, for instance, a carbon finish applied to the air conditioner control panel, the lower level console, and parking brake. And the price, we don't have, but I'm guessing this one's going to be around three fifty, four hundred thousand. That's my guess. Not that that's really worth anything. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Now let's let's talk about some of these uh, some of these comments we've gotten on the weblog. It's actually been great when I did 
did the show last time, I talked about the new DBS that the new James Bond is going to drive in Casino Royale. And I told you, and I put up on the Flickr site, that the uh, the only really picture that I had of it was a beginning conceptual drawing. Well, if you go back to the website now, thanks to one of our listeners, we now have a much better picture straight from the mi6.co.uk website. So I have the link to it, and I have it on the Flickr site, and it's really going to work out work out good. And also, from this week, I got a comment from Kyle, who is hopefully going to be joining us to help edit and help uh, add some more content to the weblog. Um, I have to, Kyle, if you're listening, I have to get the, the, um, excuse me, (laughs) I have to get the invite. Okay, I have to get the invite resent. Because apparently, according to you, you uh, delete your spam and stuff. So I think it might not have come from the Supercar Radio address. They tell you to put in your address, but I'm not quite sure if it comes from bloggers servers or if it comes from the Gmail server. So if you can keep your eye out for anything that says blogger or supercarradio.gmail.com at gmail.com, I'm sorry, then either one of those is going to be uh, your invite. So I'm really happy to get you aboard eventually. So anyway, what Kyle sent me was an American supercar, and it's a link to this uh, wallpaper gallery and also some information on exoticcarsite.com. And it talks about this SSC Ultimate Arrow, and uh, the car was made in the United States. It is uh, owned by Bugatti, interestingly enough, and made in the United States, which is kind of interesting. And this thing's going to weigh 2,600 pounds, which is not much if you consider some of the other high-performance cars in its class. going to be six-speed manual transmission. Uh, supercharged V8. Jeez. <laughs> Am I reading this right? 1050 horsepower? This thing's going to be crazy. Uh, 800 pound feet of torque. That's actually more horsepower than the Bugatti Veyron has right now. They're estimating that this thing's going to hit a 250 mile per hour top speed. That would, that would uh, almost dethrone <laughs> the Veyron already. So uh, its its speed record may not last as long as the McLaren F1, and I'm I personally don't think it will. I think that there are so many advances being made in engine design, uh, in you know turbocharging, all this stuff that I doubt that that will stand for very long. So this actually made its debut in Italy. Oh, <laughs> Italy. Corsoco Italiano in Monterey, California. Yeah, I saw Italiano and I thought Italy. That wasn't very smart. Okay. Uh, It says here the car was specifically created to challenge the 250 mile per hour barrier and with recent top speed attempts by Koenigsegg and Bugatti, the car will have to achieve that number if it wants to hold the title of the world's fastest production car. I don't know. You know, they, uh, the car and driver guys pushed the Bugatti Veyron up to 253. So we'll have to see if 
this works, it it doesn't have acceleration yet, and that would have given us a little bit better idea of what it could do. But that isn't up here yet. And uh, it says high-speed test runs are planned for later this year, so I'll go ahead and put up pictures of this on the website. It's kind of got those, uh, those McLaren-style... Um, insect doors you know not the not the Lamborghini doors the uh, insect doors now I gotta clear this up on on the podcast I haven't done this yet I don't think and um I know I'm a little anal retentive about this okay drawers yeah we have thin walls in my house (laughs) so pretty much the way this works is there are several different kinds of doors So first of all, we have the normal, uh, just your everyday car doors swing out, you know, uh, horizontally. So those are easy enough. Then we have suicide doors that go the opposite, swing out the opposite way. No different from other doors. Then, these are the ones that that apply to supercars, obviously. We have gullwing doors, which uh, if you've ever seen um, a DeLorean, or have seen Back to the Future doors that come straight out and up. That's at, from the side and go and go up to the side. Those are gullwing doors. Now, Lamborghini doors look like regular doors, but go straight up vertically. I think we all know what those are. Now, and then. Gullwing doors, sorry, did those. The insect doors are kind of a mix of the gullwing and the straight-up Lamborghini. They go up and out, like, and they get their name because of insects. That's how their wings look. So, really, you wouldn't, you know, it's it's not all that complicated, I wouldn't think, but it seems like some of the publications that I read a lot, um, you know, I, gosh, I think even Road and Track messed it up one time, which, you know, is kind of sad. I mean, they're doors. They're not that difficult to figure out. But anyway, just want to set the record straight on that. So getting back to the SCC Ultimate Arrow, that's an interesting name, it has insect doors, and this thing... Um, I have it on my monitor here. It just looks awesome. It has, you know, these black, you know, macho-looking wheels. Um, very, very low to the ground, about like a Lamborghini. You've got these bucket seats with full racing harness, you know. Uh, you know I read somewhere that supercars are all about street cred, and that is totally true. I totally subscribe to that because... It's all about this kind of formula where 
good looks aren't enough alone. Speed isn't enough alone. Yeah, you know, race cars, they're fast. Funny cars, they're fast. Are they supercars? No, of course not. Then you have the shock factor of, wow, what just drove by? That must be expensive. You know, so several different things at once come together to form a supercar, and this has them all. So... It's one of those things where if it drives by, you know you've seen something special. So uh, that's that. Now, moving on. Um, the uh, It's actually the last story of the day. The Celine S7, which you're probably familiar with, it's one of the few American supercars that's actually still around. There have been lots of concepts and one-ofs and... You know, all that stuff. One-offs, excuse me. And so this this thing is the real deal. This is uh, from Celine, which is the historic Mustang tuner. And this guy decided to actually make his own car. And that was in, I believe, 2003. And then after that... Uh, we're up to now, and they've uh, raced this thing in Le Mans a little bit. Hasn't, you know, it's been successful, but it hasn't been, you know, like a Ferrari or anything like that. But this guy said, okay, we're taking it to the next level. We had about 700 horsepower in this car. We're going to add two turbochargers to that. So now we have the Celine S7 Twin Turbo. This thing is hot. Uh, actually, it is not online yet, unfortunately. I wanted to get a link, but it's just in Car and Driver. Uh, the newest Car and Driver, apparently, they haven't put that up on the web yet. So I don't have a picture that I can put on there, but pretty much it's just the exact same car, just with two uh, turbos in it. But that makes a huge speed difference. The thing's going to go probably 10 to 20 miles per hour faster top speed than it normally would. And in the article, they got it to a 10.9 quarter mile, which, even among supercars, that is fast. That is just nuts. For those of you who don't don't know that much about quarter miles, I can't say that I do, but... Of the quarter mile times I've seen, that's very impressive. I think they did it at... gosh... 135 miles per hour or something like that, faster. And uh, on their course, the fastest they could get it was 160. So they didn't have a full, you know, uh, very long drag strip to get it up to the full speed like they did for the Veyron. That was actually a special test, by the way. And so got it up to 160, said it drives great. And... uh, the only problem that they had with it, actually, is that it's very, very noisy inside. Okay, yes. Dogs. All right. <laughs> we have two of them now. This is, uh, this is great. So, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the podcast won't be getting much quieter anytime soon. No matter how hard I try to keep this like a studio, it just does not want to do it. And that's the uninterruptible power supply. Gosh, everything is just falling apart today. <laughs> Ever have one of those days where, you know, best intentions, and then everything just goes nuts. So, luckily, we're not on uh, regular broadcast right now. So, I <laughs> hope you could forgive me for all the sort of bedlam that's going on. It's really not as bad as it sounds. 
so um, I guess that's it uh, pretty much for the uh, for the show please by all means keep the comments coming on the weblog um, at uh, supercar-radio.blogspot.com and also you can Skype me game chat live you can send me email at supercar.radio at gmail.com and uh, also something that no one has done yet but is perfectly fine is to leave comments on the Flickr site which I will uh, put the link up on the main site and you guys can go check out the cards. I've noticed that a lot of people have which is good. I'm glad that uh, that you guys uh, are enjoying that. And remember, I do not own or claim to own any of the pictures up there. Those are simply for uh, for you guys to look at. They're, you know, uh, and I, I always give credit to who they're from. So if, and if uh, anybody has a website that I featured on here and would have a problem with me having them, I've said this before, can't imagine why anyone would have a problem with just more publicity for them. But if someone does, uh, by all means, I'll take them down. But I haven't received any complaints so far, and I've been doing this for about three months. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping that hoping that people are uh, are satisfied. So I will see you guys uh, in a couple weeks, and uh, hopefully we'll have some new uh, car stuff going on. There always is. So make sure to stay subscribed. Thanks a lot, everybody.